Thursday, September 25th, 2014, and this is Radio Wave. Good evening, everyone, and thank you for joining us on tonight's broadcast of Radio Wave. Our host is a friend of Medjugorje, and uh, tonight, a friend of Medjugorje, we're broadcasting live from the Caritas Mission House in Medjugorje, where we arrived uh, earlier today on the 25th, and uh, a blessed day where Our Lady gave a message for the world. And so tonight, a friend of Medjugorje is going to open up for us this message in a new way, a new understanding for us for this time and for future times. And so as we begin this broadcast, we ask you to open your hearts in prayer as we turn Radio Wave over to our host, a friend of Medjugorje. And it's always a joy to be in Medjugorje on the 25th. We arrived actually this afternoon, so we had to get ready real quick for the show and broadcast from here as we've done in the past. And walking through the fields and the grape vineyards in October after the harvest of the grapes and then letting those grape holes ferment to make rakia later is a social norm here. And it's a beautiful social life. This part of the life of this village of Wiley chose it. They're people of the soil. And you learn a lot from people like that. And like he said, she came because there uh, is a good people, people here filled with faith. Not that they weren't sinners. Because the first thing she had to get them to do was to purify their own hearts and to forgive each other. Because there were feuds, there were things that happened here in the village. There's been atrocities here because of the wars in the Balkans. Many things and many blood spilt here, actually. So it already came to a place that's really a makeup of the whole world. Not what it is today, but when she came, where it was back then. And she transformed it. And she has plans to do the same to transform the whole world and its salvation. And so it's beautiful here, walking through the fields, hearing the singing at St. James Church, looking at the mountains. The heat has gone away to our autumn field. And we have to ask ourselves, what kind of ground do we walk for those who've been here? Alay's Jerusalem. This is her time to do what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. He brought us and gave us salvation. And she's come to bring it back because we've forgotten what he did. Not only through the world, but inside the church also. We've lost who is the real Jesus. And her plan is for us to come 
to her and convert and raise up apostles of the latter days that we may in turn be the same way in the light. Our Lady, Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's September 25th, 2014th monthly message to the world. Dear children, also today I call you to also be like the stars, which by their light give light and beauty to others so they may rejoice. Little children, also you be the radiance, beauty, joy, and peace, and especially prayer for all those who are far from my love and the love of my son Jesus. Little children, witness your faith and prayer in joy, in the joy of faith that is in your hearts, and pray for peace, which is a precious gift from God. Thank you for having responded to my call. We're going to begin by sharing something that we do with our community children. We've spoken about it before in past shows, but it connects in a special way to today's message from Our Lady. A friend of Medjugorje had wanted to establish strongly in our children the wearing of the scapular, and he had heard Pope John Paul II speak about how he always had a scapular on from his childhood on, that he never, never had had it on before. And so he wanted to establish this in our children. And for my part, I knew that what children learn at a young age stays with them. And so we kind of combined these two things of wanting to teach the messages of Our Lady, especially those that were given to the community, and establishing these scapular. So these are young children in the community from two years old, actually one year old, on up to um, 10, 11, 12 years old. And they would come to my office and twice a day, mid-morning, and then after chaplet at 3 o'clock, they would come to my office and the first thing they would have to do is show me that they had their scapular on. And then we would begin to learn a message. And they would repeat it back to me and their retreat afterwards was some kind of snack. So that was their motivation. But in a very short time, they all had their scapulars on. And if they ever came to my office without a scapular on, they were not given a treat. They would have to go back to their parents who would get chided for making sure their child did not have a scapular on that day and uh, would have to find one before they could come back to my office. So this was the routine that has been going on for a year and a half now. And there's a message on my door that the children have been working on for the last two months. And it is very connecting to Our Lady's message today. And instead of me telling you that, we're just going to let them say it. Papa Terry said, you are to be as the stars in the night that say everything by their brilliance. You are to be as the stars in the night up in the sky that, um, that, that are silent. 
everything bother Brody. Papa Tilly said you ought to be at the stars in the night and say everything bother Brody. Hey. Oh, I to be at the stars in the night. Our brilliance by our boys. That our silence. Hey, 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 Papa Terry said we are to be at the stars in the night and are silent but say everything by their brilliance. Papa Terry said we are to be at the stars in the night and are silent but say everything by their brilliance. So if you didn't catch that, our lady in her message today said, Also today I call you to also be like the stars, which by their light give light and beauty to others so they may rejoice. Little children, also you, be the radiance, beauty, joy, and peace to those who are far from my love. The youngest of that bunch had just turned two years old, and he actually had known the message for a good four months or so. We just couldn't understand him. He had to get some of his language skills going before we could actually understand that he actually knows the message. So that was exciting for us to read Our Lady's words, knowing that this is the message that was on our door and that the children of Caritas have been learning those words before Our Lady spoke them. And it's always a joy for us to see the things that we do in our life and the reminders Our Lady gives to us, how seamless the message in this way of life is if you choose to turn your life over to the messages. And we see these these miracles, and I don't want to say little miracles or minor miracles, because we talked about them before. When God gives a miracle, it's a miracle. It doesn't take any more strength to make a big one or a little one. If he gets it, he grants it, he grants that. And so we see Our Lady entering into our life, the way we think, what we're doing in our in our in our teachings, in our school, in our agricultural side of feeding ourselves and the mission and what we do, we repeatedly see the fingerprint of a lady coming and confirming it. And that's always a joy for us to see that and always a, a, a confirmation and an impetus to continue. And she wants us to have the joy of life that way. And the, she's given us a, a way of life in a new time. And once you adapt those things, you see their words are much more profound and how she reaches out to you than what you think to just wishing on a star. People need to see stars. And so Hollywood adopted the concept of stars that was already existing in a biblical way. And, of course, theirs is very prideful, not humble like Jesus was, who thought of himself or carried himself in a lowly manner, even though he had all the strength to do whatever he had to do. And meekness means strength under control. Jesus wasn't weak. So a lot of people roll over the people who are meek thinking that they can do that. But that's allowed. Jesus allowed people to do things against him while he walked on this earth. Not because he was scared or didn't have courage, but because he was strong and really was a real man. Our Lady was the same way. So those who don't know the love of God, they'll often view you saying, I'm seeing seeing stars when they see some attributes they might want. 
And that's what witnesses to be. Our Lady said today, For all those who are far from my love and the love of my son, Jesus, little children, witness your faith and prayer in joy and the joy of faith that is in your hearts and pray for peace, which is a precious gift from God. And so that comes through your radiance, not words. It comes from being just like the star of the night who says everything by their brilliance. And actually, it's totally silent. That's beauty. That's joy. That's peace. And that's what she said. Little children also be the radiance, beauty, joy, and peace, and especially prayer for all those who are far from my love and the love of my son. And so people look towards stars. They're looking to who to follow. And they got sports stars. They got Hollywood stars. And Our Lady wants to raise up her own stars, the apostles of these latter days, that when you see that, and when it starts happening and you wonder where they go and you're stranded and you're by the side of the road, that you can see God in all these people who have been risen up through the hands of the Virgin Mary. Once you see that and understand who you are, they'll be able to find who don't know the love of God, who they might be. in the sky Stars that are falling Stars burning bright Stars disappearing Stars come to light out of the dark I see stars in every headlight And I wonder where they go Stars that are stranded by the side of the road. I see stars that look like raindrops sticking to the hood of my car. I see stars. Oh, 
today on the way in we were traveling into Medjugorje we had a conversation about people who can't forgive themselves people who don't have peace in their life we spoke about confession in particular but uh, our lady in today's message said pray for peace which is a precious gift from God can you expound on that a little bit more in regards to well in regards to our lady calling peace a precious gift uh, this is this is obviously something, and I'm, I was just thinking about the conversation we had about people who don't have peace and people who can't forgive themselves, uh, and yet Our Lady is saying today peace, but she's saying that this is a precious gift. Well, a lot of this is connected to the way people are raised today, and we, we've got a fractured world. We've got a fractured family. We've got a whole concept that exists that really never existed in the family. You've got, you've got a selfish a spirit of selfishness that rules the family today. Uh, a bunch of independents, a bunch of people who who live in the same household, but could hardly stand the test of time of family, even even in pagan Roman days. And you say, "Oh, this this crazy." No, we've got a, a fractured society to a fractured family. It's incredible that Our Lady said the greatest treasure is peace. She said on April twenty fifth, two thousand nine. I call you all to pray for peace and to witness it in your families so that peace may become the highest treasure on this peaceless earth. Did you catch that? That through peace in the family, this will become the greatest, highest, most valuable treasure on this Peaceless earth. And he said once, I want the fruits of the family to be seen every day, one day. And this has to happen before we give vocations. This has to happen before we have the, the ranks filled to meet the needs of the family. It's always been said that one in four people have a vocation. It's never discovered because it's not raised in the proper form of what family should be and how it should be. You have to have expectations in the family. And so it is the vocations that do come. We've already seen the, the fruit that's come from the last decades of broken family producing broken people who take vocations that end up broken, crippled. So we have to realize when our lady says to become the highest treasure on this peaceless earth, what is peace? Our lady says, peace is God. Therefore, he who has peace has God, who is the one gift compared to the sum of a total of every material thing on earth, even the earth itself. And I would say, hey, all creation, the very universe itself does not come even in a millionth place behind God. He is so incomprehensible that he himself outdistance 
anything that you could say might be a second place to him. There's nothing comparable. And yet he makes himself available to us as a father and everything that the father means. And that's what we like in the family. Our lady comes to shows respect for the family. She follows uh, rather to the father. She talks about the father. She shows a role as a woman, what she's supposed to do to the father. And everything she does points to the father, points to authority, points to God. We've lost this. We've lost this authority completely. And we're placing things. Family, even our life before so great a gift. We're seeking satisfaction from that which cannot compare to the greatest treasure. A treasure that we have right before us. And this is what our lady is trying to get us to see in answer to your question. This peace in the family that can't happen until we incorporate prayer together to diminish the power of the devil in the family, to open our hearts to be able to see these things. Just think about this. Just pause and think what I'm telling you. What in your family needs to be changed? Is it the peace haven? Is the greatest treasure of peace in the family? I've spoken about it. Maria was at our family one day or at our house years ago and says, there's peace here. Where there's peace, there's prayer. Where there's no prayer, there's no peace. We're living some of the most tender and precious days in 2,000 years of Christianity. Where the mother of Christ is mothering us to understand love and to be devoted to the Father. Not unlike what she did raising Jesus from a little baby. The question has to be asked. Are you instilling these values, these principles, into your children? Our Lady herself has expectations of us, of me, of you. These are commands to us. Our Lady is a strong mother. And as a mother, are you instilling the attributes of love and prayer? Or really, we should say love of prayer, love of fasting. Love of work, love of sacrifice, love of obedience in your children. I'm not just saying by your witness, but by your witness and by principles you instill, marking these traits into your hearts of your children that you you created. And then you raise through youth into the teenage life and then into adulthood. Great will be your regret, great, if this is not so. Children raised where prayer, fasting, sacrifice, hard work, and obedience are not practiced with any expectation will make acquiring these attributes difficult for them to achieve. Do you understand that? Do you realize you're crippling them by not doing this? You're crippling them with struggles for life? You can put an eternal salvation at risk, but you don't want to be too hard on them. You're going to make it easy on them. Or is the opposite, where you're instilling these attributes and principles through your witness and at the same time demanding from your expectations that your child hold true and are accountable to these values, 
which will gift them with peace, making heaven and eternal life much more easily attainable for them. You make it and you decide if your children are going to have an easier path to heaven by your principles, your expectations, and what you instill in them. But that's not today's family. Very little demand is put on youth. It's what you want to do. I tell you, do not follow your child or teenager. Lead them. Do not let them form you. You form them. Many young people and parents allow it to be so, have exchanged the roles for those whose parents, rather for those who are the parents, are the mother or the father. With which one is the child or the teenager? This is today's family. You've done this. And I would say more so with the mother than anything else has done this. This reverse of who runs the show is a heresy in the family today. It contributes to the family's loss of peace, even its destruction. And this is that problem, people. This is where we are. So when Our Lady says, Also today I call you also to be like the stars, which by the light give light and beauty to others, so they may rejoice. Little children, also be the radiance, beauty, joy, and peace, and especially prayer for all those who are far from my love and love of my son. We don't have this. Our lady is trying to coach us. She's expecting us. She's putting demands on us. She says, pray fast, work hard. And next week, we're going to tell you something that just happened to us that confirmed our community about our hard work, tirelessly, not sleeping, working and sacrificing that very few people will be willing to do. And we got confirmation directly from heaven that Our Lady appreciates this. We'll release this next week. But we need to ask ourselves these things because you're not loving your children if you don't have demands on them, if you're not pushing them, you're not instilling principles on them. You're hurting them for life. You let them sleep late. You let them dictate the time, whether they're going to work, whether they're not going to work. We have to ask ourselves how to increase love. How do you grow love in a world spinning so fast? How do you get love? How do you make love stay? When your life ends and it's time to say goodbye, what is the one thing you want to leave? How do you leave it? Our lay's messages. Her foundation has one answer for all these questions that can be given. shot cause here life comes you use what you got and you got it all when you got love but we hide it and we store it up and the never seems to be enough 
star. I know when we read Poem of the Man God, that comes up that a star appeared at the time of her birth after a great storm. Jesus's birth was accompanied by a great star, a star that Our Lady saw. So she has some pretty incredible personal cognition with stars. And to hear her speak of stars today, it's kind of exciting in light of that. So I simply want to ask, What can we learn from Our Lady about stars? Well, Our Lady comes to us in a way that she's teaching us, those who are listening, those who follow, those who sacrifice, those who are willing to take the attributes we just spoke of and put them into our life, into a way of life, because not everybody's listening. A lot of people don't want to listen. 
The purpose of the admonitions is to get people's complete attention, and that's coming. And when that happens, if we haven't been trained, just like soldiers have been trained by her, then how will we guide them? So we're getting personal cognition. We're crushed. We're pushed down. We're we're squashed. And we've gone through situations that's so bad that we beg our lady to come. In fact, she said March 4th, 1982, I am at your side and guard you. Who guards you? A soldier? What do you have personally bodyguards for? To protect you? I am at your side and guard you. And she continues and she says, if you have any problems, whatever it be, that means everything that exists in the world, anybody's got any problem, no matter how difficult. If you have any problems, she says, whatever it be, call me. You can't get your mayor to call you back. And the queen of heaven, the one being who can penetrate into the mysteries of the Trinity where no other creature can go, neither angel nor saint. Call me and she has a direct line to God. And she says, I will intercede for your intentions. We think the internet communicates, and connects us. But it connects us to something of the world and disconnects us from realizing all those calls you make throughout the day, all that talking, all that chatter, all those things, all the distractions, all the material goods. You got the mother of God saying, if you have any problem, and she predicates the importance of that, I am at your side and guard you. Any problem, whatever it be, call me. It's amazing the cell phone and the increase of the rate of conversation that you can't even talk to people on cell phones hardly. So many people get so much calls that they dis- disregard them. So then they move to texting and they're not even communicating. They pick and choose, even with family or friends. And she says, Call me. You know what she says after that? I will come immediately and help you in advising you on the best, or rather, yeah, advising you on the best resolving of the difficulty. This is an amazing message. She ends it, go in peace, my angels. We have a soldier that knows about battle. She's arrayed with 12 stars about her head to crush the serpent's feet. She's told us the great struggle is about to unfold. You know the message. She says, I'm standing up for you. She says, the world, or everything is passing, she says. The world is falling apart. And when you decide to come underneath her training, and she needs to guard you as a soldier would, and when your world comes crashing down, She's telling us, I'll be the one who holds you. Let me be your soldier so I can train you how to be a soldier. I'll fight. I'll fight your fight for you. We often said in our community that God fights our fights. 
When we learn that we rely on him, that's how we win. If we want to fight it, then we're up against the wall. We don't even know if we'll pull through. But if our lady's doing it, if God's doing it, if Jesus is doing it, we know we'll always pull through. And there comes a time in everybody's life when what you can do is not enough. We need to ask for help. Our lady says, if you have any problem whatsoever it be, call me. I will come immediately and help you. To do what? To make it through. Go through the night. When everything's on the front lines and you're fighting, and what's that purpose for? She's actually carrying our cross for us. She helps us now when she wants us on our knees. She says, I'll protect you. I guard you. Why is all this? Why are we favored so much in this time of grace? Because she's there to train us what she's done and train us as a soldier she really is for God. Why? Because she wants us to let us be a soldier trained by her that we can in turn do it for those who don't know the love of God when the world completely crashes and everything does fall apart and they come to us. We've been tried. We've been tempered. We've been refined. We've grown through refinement to be the soldiers she asks of us and that we then will be able to say to those non-believers, just as our lady did for us, that I'm bringing you to God. I'm bringing you to the light. I'll be that shining star. And I'll even die for you. Just not strong enough to make it through the night. 
Are you willing to be trained for such a task? You may be called upon to die, to be a star, that your radiance of your life will be that beautiful to others who didn't believe, and maybe even perhaps the ones that help martyr you. Because the lady said tonight, little children witness your faith and prayer and enjoy. But you could change the word witness to martyr because that's what witness means. Little children, wit, martyr your faith and prayer and joy. We've got to be ready for everything. This is not a small plan. It's huge. And we can feel so infinitesimal small that we can't even come to the level of even grasping because we refuse to do so. Yes, we're to be lowly. We're to be humble. But we got to realize this plan is an encompassing, or rather an all-encompassing plan for the whole world. And it's an amazing thing for the mother of God to say, I am at your side and guard you. If you have any problems, whatever it be, call me. I will come immediately and help you in advising you on the best resolving the difficulty. Amazing. She's telling us, I'll take the pain for you. When nobody else is at your side, I'll defend you. That was in the song, those exact words. I am at your side and guard you. A lady writes things. She's inspiring things, even for the world, for us to speak to us. Often through secular things. This shows her fingerprint and echoes her. She's not echoing it. It echoes her. We're living in moments that are very, very precious. And today's message was really sweet in that sense and beautiful. That's something we've been pronouncing for so long. That when we see these confirmations, it's a consolation for us to accept the persecutions, the difficulties, all those crosses we have with ease that we might be hardened in our walk with fiber, that we will be willing to die for a lady before we will betray her. And so it is as such as that. You're being trained by her, that you in turn will be the light. Well, let's go back. To be like the star, which by their light gives light and beauty to others, so that they may rejoice being liberated from their brickness, their wrecked families, the devastation of the culture, and how it's going in its direction. A rescue by a soldier. Back in the late 80s, I was in Medjugorje, and Maria had talked to Our Lady about something about me and, and said something that really burned my heart with love. We went downstairs after the apparition, and she said that our lady said, tell, and then she used my name. And I said, wait a minute, repeat that. And she says, tell, a friend of Medjugorje, and of course it was my name she used, not that. I didn't have that name at that moment. And I couldn't get over it. How, how in the world would she use my name? I was so stunned by this and so touched by it that it made me want to give everything in my whole being to my whole life, even more so than I was given at the moment. 
And so when you look at a blackened sky and see all those stars and God counted them, he knows the names of every star. What are we to think about? That heaven takes notice of us. We went to Ivan after that. It was sometime after that event. Ivan's prayer group, we come down late. There'd be thousands of people there. And we had a little player recorder. It was tape at that time. We had a song called Who Am I Jesus? And we went to the trails. We walked to the fields. There were several pilgrims on our youth, actually, on our trip. And we went out to one of the fields and just laid out there. Look at the stars. It was mystical, so powerful, so beautiful. And I thought about this and how the stars and how they speak to us and our latest message that we come to know later, that God will speak to you through nature. And in Medjugorje, that's life. But you can go out in creation anywhere and find that also if you place your heart in the proper disposition. But we played this song, and it's so fitting that it was one of the older songs we've kept from the very beginning days of Medjugorje. We've never played that. And I remembered it being here in Medjugorje. And of course, we pulled it up for tonight because it speaks clearly how intimate, how close Our Lady is with us for this time of grace. You always were there to carry 
can only imagine over two decades ago being here and seeing the silhouette of the mountains that's been laid there at our feet, that we all were reduced to tears and I just listened to the song, thinking we just came off the mountain right before the mother of God. Beautiful, touching moments. That was a heyday in some ways of the euphoria of coming to know what was going on. There was no set standard in how to see Medjugorje to the light we see it as of today. And how, in the future, this is so prophetic that you moved them for me, these mountains, in this storm of my life, and what we have to go through. I'm fortunate to be here tonight with this message being given tonight. And remembering back those days of the Virgin Medjugorje, when it was much more pure, and so much has been lost and taken by Satan now. That's why we need to act, why we have to act. That's why we just got the writing on the site now. Many people are reading. There's no more time. There's nothing left for us except to act on our lady's messages. It's not future tense. It's past tense and present tense. She's thanking us for her. We can't wait anymore. And along the way, you want to create these memories I have of this beautiful thing, a moment, laying in the fields, looking at the stars, with those who we brought to Medjugorje. You couldn't come up with a greater contrast from that picture to Columbine High School in Colorado. 
in the library and the cafeteria where two gunmen walked through the school and massacred students at point-blank range. And yet there was a star of that show, if you want to say, and her name was Cassie. She was a young girl, a recent convert to Christianity, and seemingly targeted by this gunman. He walked right to up to her face to face and simply asked her, do you believe in God? And she paused just momentarily and then said yes. Presumably, she said a small prayer, a short prayer, readied herself for martyrdom. In our school, in our community, we strive to teach our children these principles that a friend of Medjugorje spoke about in this program, to make them brave, to lead them towards being principled in living out their lives, principles based in Jesus Christ's teachings. And in the year 2000, we created, we being the single consecrated of the community, we created a, an audio production for our school year, which we do every year. Now it's not just the single consecrated, but the graduates of, of Our Lady of Victory School in our community. We put together an audio production that captured the spirit of Cassie, the principles of self-sacrifice, and even the willingness for martyrdom to give your life so that others can have life. We utilized quotes from a friend of Medjugorje's talks from different locations that he gave. And this brings us back to the beginning of this show of why we're teaching our children a quote from Papa Terry, that we are to be as the stars in the night that are silent, but say everything by their brilliance. Dear children, I have chosen this parish in a special way, and I wish to lead it. It was a test we could all hope to pass, but none of us would want to take. I have chosen you in a special way, just the way you are. Faced with the choice to deny God and live, for her there was one choice to make. This was a time, this was a dance She lived every moment, left nothing to chance She swam in the sea, drank of the deep Embraced the mystery of all she could be This was her time I have chosen you I have confided in you everything that is essential I have also shown you many terrible things. You must now bear it all with courage. You must remain courageous. Though you are mourning and grieving your loss, death died a long time ago. Swallowed in life, so her life carries on. Still it's so hard to let go. This was a time, this was a dance She lived every moment, left nothing to chance She swam in the sea, drank of the deep Embraced the mystery of all she could be What if tomorrow, and what if today Faced with the question, no one 
retreats from the parish and from every individual who comes into the parish. I will pray to my son Jesus to give you the grace to experience the victory of Jesus in the temptations of Satan. Do not surrender. Let prayer be your weapon. Prayer will obtain victory. Do not surrender. This is your time. This is your dance. Live every moment. Leave nothing to chance. Swim in the sea. Drink of the deep. Call on the mercy. light, which you should carry to all the people who are in darkness. Dear children, give them the light. But your witness is so critical. And what we're to be is, is the stars in the night who say nothing, but say everything by their brilliance. Silent. It's your witness, it's your witness, it's your witness. This is your time, this is your Little children, I led and am leading you through this time of grace that you may become conscious of your Christian vocation. Holy martyrs died witnessing. I am a Christian. This is your time. Dear children, I want you to comprehend that God has chosen each one of you in order to use you in a great plan for the salvation of mankind. I'm convinced that we will never understand how important our role is in this plan of salvation. That during this new time, this special time, a particular time, that we're never going to know what we're doing nor the impact of it until we're in heaven and we can really see it. I love you, and in a special way, I have chosen this parish, one more dear to me than the others, in which I have gladly remained when the Almighty sent me. Get as many hearts as you can close to my heart, and lead them to God, to a way of salvation. Dear children, I desire to share my joy with you. In my immaculate heart, I feel that there are many of those who have drawn closer to me and are, in a special way, carrying the victory of my immaculate heart in their hearts by praying and converting. I desire to thank you and to inspire you to work even more for God and His kingdom with love and the power of the Holy Spirit. I am with you, and I bless you with my motherly blessing. It's a hundred years from now, two hundred years from now, three hundred years from now, when people will be in awe about what was it like to be there. Dear children, today I invite you to open yourselves to God the Creator so that He changes you. Little children, you are dear to me. I love you all and I call you to be closer to me and that your love towards my immaculate heart 
be more fervent. I wish to renew you and lead you with my heart to the heart of Jesus. Through you, I wish to renew the world. Comprehend, little children, that you are today the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Thank you with all my heart. And do not forget that I am your mother and that I love you. A few weeks back we were on our mountain with our cross that we built last summer. And we looked up and there were many, many shooting stars. And the prayer was read that said, from Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah, lift your eyes to the heavens. And Isaiah asked, who created all these? He who brings out the story host one by one and calls each one by name. Through his great power and might, strength, not one of them is missing. So how could I even be imagined that 20 plus years ago to be here laying in the field that we'd be reading a message so clear about the stars and how interwed everything is. There lay writes a story for your life that she wants you to see in the future. As the song said, I've counted stars on your blackened skies. You call them all by name. You know them all by sight. No greater honor could I ever find than a privilege to love you for the rest of my life. We wish you, Our Lady, we love you, and from Medjugorje, have a holy good night. This ends the September 25th, 2014 Radio Wave Show with a friend of Medjugorje. To listen or download free, go to medj.com, spelled M-E-J dot com. Go to Radio Wave on the left-hand menu, click on Past Shows. You can also order this show on CD by contacting Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. Again, 205-672-2000. Thank you for listening.